Hey guys, welcome back to the Mob Squad. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ariel. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back. Happy Galentine's Day. <laughs> that was good. I feel like you can be in a commercial or we, something. We just can't do this without laughing. One of these yeah, days we'll nail it. We'll How are it. you? We'll get used to it one day. I'm good. We have a special guest today. Yeah, do you so want to introduce her, Amanda? Yeah. So we have been talking about doing this episode for a really long time. And for our longtime listeners and any of our buddies out there listening, they have also been a part of this journey and this sort of vision that we had of inviting my very good friend Tara onto the show to talk about the swinger lifestyle with us. So welcome, Tara. Yeah. Thanks for having me, ladies. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're super excited. We've been talking even I feel like when Ariel and I were first starting this out is when we even started talking about it. Yeah, I feel like from the beginning, we we knew we wanted to have you on. We have to have Tara on. We wanted to get like better. (laughs) We wanted to get more listeners. We wanted to like, ooh, no pressure. Really save you up we were ready for you because we knew it was going to be really special. So we're so excited to finally have you a little over a year later. We our dreams are coming true. So this is for mamas only or adult listeners only. So for if sure. your kiddos are in the car, make so sure that an episode you you're putting your to. AirPods in or you're listening alone because it's Out not loud. a friendly kiddo episode because we're going to get into all the fun things and all of the burning questions that so many of you out there have on what it is because we're all curious. And mm. I know I was really curious about it. And I can probably do you want me to tell that story now. Sure. So when I met Tara, Tara is the best friend of my sister-in-law, actually, and Mm -hmm. her daughter and my niece are best friends. Mm -hmm. And so through all of that, Tara and I became really close and her husband and we have, you know, our paths have crossed a million times over the years and we just love her family so much. And I don't know if I've ever talked about it, but I'm dabble in photography and so yes <laughs> I, dabble. Came to, I do dabble and i'm a girl with a camera you do dabble but you're amazing i dabble mm-hmm. hard when you say dabble it sounds not as well like, I hate oh saying, i just but, do it for fun but you're good well that's you so could sweet. do it full-time and make lots of money that's nice i'm not like a trained professional so i always feel like a like a poser you know like saying i'm a photographer because i i'm it just feels weird. But so I'm a girl with a camera and I t- I came over to Tara's house and I took photos and she shared with me that she's in the lifestyle and I had no idea what that meant. And then, but nobody else knew. Mm-hmm. And I had a billion questions <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and you were so sweet to let me ask those questions. But then we went to see Wicked with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and then um, some of Tara's, a couple of her friends, her friends and her husband's friends. And then my husband and I, and we were all sitting afterwards having some drinks and her, Tara's husband happened to be sitting right next to me. And he leaned over and he's like, I know, you know, <laughs> that's, that's like, so funny. I was like, what? No, what? I, I, I don't, don't know, know what anything about. <laughs> and he's like, Tara told me you know everything. And I was like, good, because I have a million questions. That so, so like funny. that whole night, I just was like, well, what is this? And what is this? And tell me about this. And it, he was so lovely. And you have always been so lovely, like asking yeah. questions, because I have always been really curious about the lifestyle. And I know yeah. now after asking lots of questions that at this point in my life, it's not the right style lifestyle for me. Um but it doesn't I, I think I used to be somewhat judgy about it before I met Tara and not intentionally. Mm-mm. Just I just was I like so many normal, people though. are yeah. when you don't and understand something, you tend to be judgy. About totally. It. Yeah. So I was really grateful that you were able to answer the questions for me. And I walked away and I still walk away every time having a deeper understanding for it and appreciation for it and zero judgment. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to deep dive deeper in to hopefully turn some of those people out there that are judging unintentionally and maybe intentionally and turn those like viewpoints around because everybody has a life that they want to live mm-hmm. and they are entitled to. So, yep. And you only get one. You only get one. Only so many times around the sun. Yeah. Well, I'll introduce myself. Yes, please. Um, I'm Tara and I'm a native to Arizona to Arizona. I'm a native Arizonan, however you want to say that. Um, (laughs) I'm the youngest of six kids. Um, I'm married to a wonderful man named Rob. And um, we've been married for 28 years, together for 32. We have three children, adult children, who all know, by the way, which that we'll share later. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I've just, yeah, I mean... What am I? I am out there. I'm open. I'm crazy. I'm loving. I am vulnerable. I am all of those things. And I think that is what kind of maybe I was open to this, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. And then the lifestyle itself, we, how, how we got into it was, um, I'm trying to think exactly where it started. I think it first started, well, first of all, let me go back to my husband and I have a great relationship. We have always been extremely PDA, even like when we were dating, we were 
very sexually compatible. Um, we love sex. We both love sex. And <laughs> that helps, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and we've always, you know, had our fun with it mm -hmm. over the years. And we started off, honestly, with fantasies in the bedroom. So we had oh. a foundation of love. And, you know, we had three kids and, like, we'd been married for 20 years. And we were just, you know, you, you do. You want to, like, you want to spice things up, but you also want to, like, be vulnerable and open and... We, we had started with fantasies in the bedroom, fantasies with a woman, another woman in the room, fantasies with another man in the room, like the threesomes, right? Sure. That's kind of how it started. And um, we tried Vegas. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. What's like going to Vegas? Well, like, or? you know, finding somebody in Vegas, you know, like, oh, okay. you know, there's plenty of people there that sure. offer services. And <laughs> right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You don't like, where do you start? Yeah. Do, do I know? go to my best friend and go, hey, you want to have a threesome with me? Like, yeah. I, no, you don't like, no, Vegas my... is definitely the place you should right. probably start. <laughs> <laughs> so that I didn't feel like, yeah, that's the win win. <laughs> right. Vegas. I, so we thought too, and it didn't go so well. We kind of got a crazy one and we're like, yeah, we're not doing that. So I'm a flirt. I've always been a flirt. Mm -hmm. And one of my husband's friends, yeah, you know, I'm flirting. You know, this is, you know, before we're even in this. And um, lo and behold, I find out that that friend and his wife are in the lifestyle. So he starts sharing with me and I'm intrigued. I'm mm -hmm. interested. And ironically enough, we had been accused of being swingers before we ever were. Oh. Because we have parties. And again, I'm a flirt. <laughs> Did I say that already? <laughs> so, you know, we would have parties and gatherings I think even, you know, your sister-in-law and brother-in-law were yeah. at, and you may have even been to one of them. Yeah, I've been there. And then I have friends that have been to your parties, too, that I'm like, how do you know them? She's like, they're like, oh, I don't know. We just got invited. Yeah. So, yeah, you do have a lot of parties. Yeah. And so we were, you know, and I'm dancing and, you know, I love to dance. Mm -hmm. It's one of my passions. And so anyways... His his friend was telling me about it. And as my husband would say, no, he was recruiting. So whatever. But I had heard enough from him. I was like, OK, I've heard the male perspective. I want the female perspective. Yeah. So I went out with his wife for lunch and she told me a lot more about it. And she basically expressed that the women lead the way. Mm hmm. That it's it's really the woman who decides um, what you do and I guess kind of what you don't do. And I was like, oh, so I'm in charge. Yeah. OK, you I have like, my attention. Right. <laughs> you have my attention. And so I thought about it and I went home and she was telling me about some of the websites to check out. And so I did. And when Rob got home from work, I said, hey, I just want to let you know, um, I I signed us up for one of the lifestyle websites. She's like, you did? Do I get to go to Disneyland? I, was oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> I go, well, yeah, that's what they call it out there is adult Disneyland. So yeah, let's let's so go for it. What is an adult web or a, a lifestyle website? What does that mean? So it's just a, um, a website that you go on to that are, you have like-minded people. We're all looking for the same things. So is it similar to like a dating yep. website? Okay. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Same with the apps, right? Right. Okay. You know, what I, it, I was thinking it was like informational. <laughs> well, yeah, it I is too. I was like, were you like, they have like, like a PowerPoint. Yeah, like, can you learn this, about it? <laughs> is this like, well, there are those websites out there also. And I okay. can share one with you. Um, but this is one where you're connecting with other people. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's. Um, so at this point, so you have lunch with this new friend mm -hmm. and well, she, or she, old yeah. friend, but, but yeah. um, new discovery. Correct. Right? Correct. And you have lunch and she said, she gives you a bunch of information and you come home to Robbie and you say, let's do this. And he and then you go onto the website. Mm -hmm. And is this like a it's swipe right sort of thing? Of, okay. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's like a swipe right. And you, everybody and has then a, you do it together. Yep. Every, okay. Yeah, we sat and we looked and we did it together. There's a profile, you know, there's tons of questions they ask you, you know, mm -hmm. height, weight, age. Sure. Name, yeah. You know, preferences. And then you can upload pictures. Yeah, it's, it's like so, the apps, like any yeah. of it out there now. What was the conversation like from lunch with this with your girlfriend to the conversation with Rob? Like you didn't just, did you just jump on the website? and Or was there like no. talks about it leading up to the lunch where you guys were sort of all in? Or like, how does that conversation happen? Yeah, um, I think with the fantasies in the bedroom, it was like, oh, well, maybe there's this avenue now. Yeah, okay. This is an avenue we can take to fulfill those fantasies that we actually want. You know, sometimes yeah. a fantasy, yeah. you can just have one. Sure. Um, you can just have a fantasy oh, yeah, and it never great. come true, right? Yeah. But then there's yeah. fantasies that are okay that you can have come true. Sure, yeah. And so we were like, oh, this is an avenue we could take. 
Okay. All right. And so that those were kind of some of the conversations that we had leading up to that. And, you know, well, have you talked to my friend? Yes, I've heard his. I've heard all about it from him. And, you know, again, it's, but men are men and women are women and mm-hmm. they're from Mars and we're from Venus. And we just- I think that was really smart of you to go talk to the wife to mm-hmm. get, because men aren't as emotional as we are. Correct. They're easy to turn it on and off yep. a lot. Like, well, that's like my biggest question about the whole off. the whole lifestyle is I feel like I've read so many places that women fall in love when they're oh, yes. sexual. <laughs> so and right. men yeah. can't. And There's men like are chemistry and connection. Men mm-hmm. are able to just fuck each other, right? Or not fuck each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know why I said that, but you know what I mean. Yes, they're like. They're DTF, okay? They are DTF. Not each other, but other people. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but they are like that, right? So they, they, and and I don't know, and this is like conversations with my own husband. They seem to be able to turn off that emotional side mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I could do that. So that's always like a concern mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people probably have. I don't know. Did you think about that I don't I know you've lived it now and so you probably have a different perspective but in the beginning were you worried about that so let me explain a little bit so yeah no we didn't we didn't listen to podcasts we didn't read anything really we didn't talk about scenarios we dove in head wow so just went for it well because it was romantic and fun and whimsical and exciting and hot the biggest thing is because my husband and I have such a good loving relationship Mm -hmm. we have built that that foundation. We yeah. built it. Right. Yeah. You, you got to build the house before you can add the cabinets. Right. right. You're not. Yeah. It's, so and I do. I think that's important to make clear because some people might be looking at the lifestyle as a way to save their marriage Correct. or to enhance their marriage if Correct. it's falling apart. Correct. So that's very important to and know that it it's important to have that foundation first. Right. I think when it's not like that, it's the same idea of like, let's have a baby and make everything happy again. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't work. Well, no. And that's a really good question. So in your experience, and you've seen other people obviously enter in after you guys have into this lifestyle, into these um, environments that you're in. Are there people that you've seen that have come in to save their marriage and has it worked out for them or has it backfired? Um, yes, I have. And no, it didn't work. Yeah. And yes, it did backfire. Um, some people, it didn't end so well. Mm-hmm. And some it did end up in divorce and others, they just stopped. They just yeah. said, this isn't for us. It's okay. not going to work. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. So does She's everybody know that. about the lifestyle? Like, you know, it's like the understanding of it, like the wife's, it, you know, it's, some, it's also called wife swapping, partner swapping. I don't know that everybody knows. It, I mean, I think I have an idea of what it is, but, but yeah, obviously us. we'd well, love to hear I mean, it from you. It, it, my perspective is just that, and I, it's. <laughs> it's like a sexual activity. It's just something fun that you do with your partner. That's how that's how we view it. Like, I'm not here to find another husband. I'm not here to, he's not here to find another wife. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we use the terms boyfriends or girlfriends, right? Like, they're just fun on the side, right? Like, I guess for me in the swinger life, in the swinger term, I would call those unicorns for the women and bulls for the men. The right? people that are there for the just for the fun of it. The fun. It's okay. just the fun of it. Um unicorns and bulls. Unicorns and they like those the- are this those are a lot of times are the singles that you encounter. The single people. So people who are just want to participate but aren't in relationships. Correct. Oh, Correct. Okay. Interesting. Wait, those are the unicorns and the bulls? Yeah. Correct. The ones that So the bulls are the guys. Okay. And and a lot of times they're there to fill that woman's fantasy with. This is so wild. I didn't even know that two men uh, and a woman, right? Yeah. Like being satisfied by two men. Oh, sorry. No, get it, girl. Tell us. <laughs> Tell early on in the morning. I know, we drinking champagne. And yes. Like, I think most women want to know, how do you have such a good sex drive? Because that seems to be a struggle among a lot of women. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good question. Well, I'm not going to lie. I do hormone therapy. Yeah. But when you have a lot of sex and it's good sex. Makes you want it more. Makes you want mm-hmm. more. Makes sense. It yeah. just is what it is. Like, you know, and... and when you make it fun and flirty, and I think that's what I have learned. I call I like to call this my lifestyle journey because yeah. it, you know, again, we dove in head first and didn't know what we didn't know, didn't talk out the scenarios. And I'm not saying I regret that. I'm just saying maybe I would have done it different mm-hmm. and I would recommend to those out there to do it maybe a little differently because I have a strong foundation in my marriage and because we are so loving and we do love each other unconditionally, like... It was, we were, we've been able to work through a lot of that stuff and continue to, 
You know, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. Like, sure. Doesn't you know? get any easier. I mean, yeah. it's marriage, right? It is. So it is. is another component to and marriage. Absolutely. And the way this, this whole thing came about and the timing of it couldn't be better. Yeah. I'm here to say it couldn't be better. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. So, yeah. Well, tell, okay. So tell us. So, okay. So you're on the website. Uh-huh. And what happens next? So we just start looking at people and you start emailing. You know, um, a lot of times they'll have little things on there that'll say flirt or, you know, just a like on a picture or, you mm. know, you just, it's kind of like a Facebook sure. thing, right? Yeah. And um, so we just kind of started doing that. And we had reached out to some couples and we were going to meet for dinner or drinks, but that kind of never panned out. So there is a lot of information on there. They have what we call meet and greets. Mm -hmm. And so it's where you go and meet other open-minded lifestyle people. And so they... There was there was have they were having one on a weekend and we were able to make it anyways at at a wine bar and that was kind of our first event that we ever did and we went there and you know you're like you're so nervous sure you don't even know and we get there and there's there's not a lot of people but um, people are kind of coming and going and we're not sure what's going on but we check in and we go outside and um, I sit down and my natural nature is oh hi. I, you know, I introduce myself and these people kind of look at me, this girl and guy look at me and they're like, hi, and they don't give me their names. And then two minutes later, they stand up and they leave. <laughs> I just did it wrong. So I go, do I smell? Like, yeah. <laughs> did I do something wrong? And this older gentleman comes over and he says, so how does it feel to have your first rejection? <laughs> Wow. I, I thought maybe they were in like strangers or something. Yeah, it was the wrong mixer. They weren't. Those people were not in the lifestyle. The meet and greet started at a certain time. So people were leaving and people were coming. But we didn't know that. We had no idea. That is so funny. Well, so, there's something wrong with being friendly with people. Exactly. But, you know, I'm thinking I'm there to meet people and like, potential and they were good looking people. I was like, yeah, I'll that introduce so myself to you yeah, and sure. see where this goes. And then they left. And so well, they missed out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so our first couple we ever met was an older couple, much older couple from Canada, super sweet people, amazing. So much fun that night. They just started bringing people over. You know, you kind of felt like, I hate to say fresh meat, but yeah. fresh meat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that makes sense. <laughs> We were freshmen. We, yeah, we were freshmen, man. And so that's just, that was kind of how it started. And so did anything happen that first night or was this just mm -hmm. like getting your feet wet? Like we, we did some people. We did meet a couple there. They were also new. They had had friends of swingers. And so they kind of considered themselves fringers. Fring, so friends, friends, friends of swingers. Friends who are swingers, friends of swingers, fringers. I don't know, you know, slang. It's yeah, it's cute. You're learning the slang. I can see it on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. And so yeah, we it was a really good conversation and and um yeah, nothing really kind of ever came of anything that night. It was just a fun, you know. And then of course we went home and talked about it and mm -hmm. and then it just started to roll. So then after that, um what really kind of got us going was so that was I would say, I don't even remember when, but the next encounter we had was a single male. Mm. And my husband had found him on one of the websites. And we made a date with him and it was amazing. And um, was that your first experience then? No, no. We had had another experience before that. Okay. So tell us about your first experience. So our first experience was with a couple we had met at one of the meet and greets. And we were just kind of like, I was like, yeah, I like them, you know, because we had talked about it. And he's like, well, what do you think of him? I'm like, he's a nice guy, you know, and I really like her. And oh, yeah, you know, and like, and also I wanted him to have somebody that was attractive. And, sure. you know, I wanted, I kind of wanted this, not, I did want it for us, but I wanted like his ex first experience to be great, you mm -hmm. know, because he didn't have very many girlfriends before me. It mm -hmm. was like, I kind of was one of his you know, onlys. And I wanted that great experience for him. So, and, and I was into her and I thought she was comfortable with that too. So anyways, we were like, okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just rip the bandaid off. Let's just go for it. You know? So we'd all gone out to dinner and she and I had gone into the bathroom. We're like, Hey, how are you feeling? Like, do you guys want to do something tonight? Like, usually that's how I always approach it with a couple is the girls talk. Cause usually you want to, you yeah, want yeah, like to, yeah, you want to, if they're not on board, doesn't matter if the husbands are. Correct. Because <laughs> they run it. They're in charge. Because they're 
in charge. So she was like, yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. And so anyways, they had actually listened to the podcast and they had kind of done their good due diligence and research. And she had the whole cute little packet with the hair ties and the condoms and the lube and all the fun stuff. <laughs> so, you know, but, you know, so we go, we go, you know, I can't remember if we went to a hotel or if we went back to their place. I can't remember. But anyways, so we're having drinks, you know, you're like, you're just trying to calm down. And so we just kind of went for it and it was, it was okay, but I I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Sure. And he didn't really know what to do. So we just kind of basically played separately and like we could hear each other, but like I tried to like tune them out and I would just try to- Were you in the same room? Yeah. Okay. In the same room. Are you always in the same room? Or um, does it depend? Not, I mean, we've grown from that. At first, mm-hmm. yeah, we were. At first, yeah, we were. That's how it started was with just couples. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. And so um, we were in the same room and we kind of went through the whole ordeal. He and I kind of finished first. And so we kind of went out in the kitchen and my husband and her then finished. So we we come back in the room and and I am just feeling uncomfortable. Like I'm just about, I'm honestly, to be quite honest, I'm almost in tears. I, I just want to go home. I just sure. want my husband. Yeah. Like, And of course I look over and he's all like googly eyed and like, you know, she's like, oh, wow, that was great. And I'm like, oh, you know, all these feelings. Was it the other couple's first time too or no? Yeah. It was. Oh, to my okay. knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Because I think that matters too, right? Yeah. Like Lessons learned. Typical for... Less, no, to have two people, two couples entering into this for the first time yeah, ever. Yeah, I would yeah. imagine it's not normal. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, you know. Unless you're like friends and you decide to all do it together or something right, like right, that. But. Right, right, <laughs> right. Where you know each other better. Right. You right. do. Yeah. yeah. This is an intimate moment you're yeah. having with another person. And so we had never done it before. And he can, he can sense, Rob can sense that I'm like. You need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get the fuck out of here now. And she, she's like, oh, can we see you again on Thursday? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I go. You know no. what? I have to process what just happened here. Yeah. yeah, I said I'll let you know. So we left, and I get in the car, and I just—he's like, "What's Aww. wrong?" I thought you were having a good time. I'm like, "No." Aww. So what we learned from that mm-hmm. is, yes, you do not start off with another couple that doesn't know. You actually want to be with somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So that experience is probably valuable. They yes. know they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yes. They know what happens. They know yes. all of the things. So. Yes. And, you know, love those people and it's all great and it's all fine. But, you know, it just wasn't there on that level. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so, yeah. So we just went from there and just a good learning of, experience. Yeah. It was totally. just a good learning experience. And so we kind of paused after that, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of still looked at the websites sites and still tried to like, you know, talk to people and stuff. But then in January, I believe it was, yeah, the, it was in January. It was in January. We met this single man, beautiful, beautiful man, and went out on a date with him and had a really good time. He was a bull. He was a bull. <laughs> he was a bull. Good you know job. the lingo Yeah, now. you do. Yeah, lingo. I'm just trying to keep it real here. <laughs> but again, at the time, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know. I just knew he was a single guy in the lifestyle and beautifully ripped African-American man who <laughs> I was like, <laughs> And of course, my husband was very excited too at the thought that, oh my gosh, this other man wants my wife. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think a lot of husbands are like that. They yeah. are. I, they are. Yeah. They are. So, so after we met him, he was like, oh, you got to meet, you got to meet this couple so-and-so and you got to meet this couple so-and-so. So he really kind of introduced us to what I believe is kind of really some main core people in the Arizona swinger lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They know people, they connect people, they throw gatherings, they do parties, they, you know what I mean? Like they really help you connect mm-hmm. with the community. And that's really where it blossomed and bloomed. Yeah. Um, we met those two couples and they, we got invited to our first house party mm-hmm. and we went and we kind of sat there like, you know, legs crossed, arms crossed. And we're just watching, of course, me. Tell us what's happening in the house party. Cause I think a lot of people like what we know is what we've seen on TV where everybody puts their watch in a bowl no. and then you put their the watch, watch in a bowl. Yeah. Do you know what I'm keys. talking about? Or keys. Keys right? in a bowl. And then yeah. you pull and you, a key and you're like, whose keys are these? And that's how you get paired up. And oh, that really? is a misconception. They, yeah. So I, and yeah, there, so and there you go. The house party misconception, right? I think a yeah. lot of people think, view it they like don't know. that. No. That you're just going to get hooked up with a random person, but actually it's a lot deeper than that. Correct. So yeah, no, the house party 
party was just a party. Like mm-hmm. the fun just a part. Fun party. The fun part. There's a stripper pole in the center of the living room. There's neon lights everywhere. Everybody's dressed very sexy and, you know, just, you know, dresses like or you whatever. when you're going to an adult party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and um, I, me being me, of course, you know, bring my bong with me. And <laughs> of course, you then, oh, oh, and everybody kind of flocks to you, you know, and um, yeah, they and it's just it's just a party. You're drinking, you're smoking, you're having fun with friends. And mm-hmm. the only difference is, I guess, is that you're sitting on people's laps or you're kissing somebody or, you know, like sometimes there's... Those boundaries that are normally there aren't there, basically. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, the boundaries are there with the people who set them. Like, it's not a free-for-all. I think that's another misconception mm-hmm. that everybody's doing everybody. No, mm-hmm. I say whether I'm going to do you or not. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, or we as a couple decide, yeah, we want to be with you guys or, and it has to be mutual, right? And there does have to be a level of respect and those who choose not to follow it get kicked out. Like, are there like code words or? Well, um, I mean, sometimes couples have those. Yeah. And that's, with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There is that, you know, Again, we didn't really do that. I would just be like, hey, I need to talk to you. Come here. I'm not, yeah. you know. But also in the beginning for me, I we approached it so much differently. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a lot of beforehand. We did more, let's just go through the process. Let's just go through it, see how we feel, and then talk about it. Yeah. And that's how we did it. Mm-hmm. Again, not good, bad, right, or wrong. But it, it worked for you. It worked for us. You it know? might not work for somebody. It might not yeah. work for somebody else, you know. Yeah. But again, I learned, learned so much. So yeah, we're sitting at this house party and, you know, shit's going down in the kitchen, <laughs> you know. So they'll just like do it. Some people, it's not yeah. what people prefer. There are bedrooms sure. there for people and, you know. But some people are out in the open but doing some people stuff. are out in the open doing stuff and sometimes it's brief and, I mean, it's an orgy. You're going to an orgy. Yeah. Is what you're doing. That's what I was going to ask, but I was like, is that a misconception? No. So it is kind of like an orgy. It is kind of like an orgy. And depending on where you're at, you know, so there's takeovers. You there's there's hotel takeovers. And you can go to a hotel takeover locally sometimes, or you can go to a hotel takeover, you know, out of town. And there are boundaries there. You there is no public sex here. Mm -hmm. You take that to a room. Right. And and a lot of the house parties, you know. They don't, they'll say that too. There's rooms. Don't do it here. Yeah. You know, it just depends on where you're at. And sometimes people listen, sometimes they don't, you know. I mean, sometimes like anything. you can't help yourself, I guess. Right? Yeah. When it's hot, it's hot. When it's hot, hot it's do hot. it right now. Right. I mean, this is like a whole new level of fantasy, right? And oh, yeah. So think about the most turned on you've ever been times a million, I'm imagining, right? Is that? It can be an how addiction. I'm, I mean, visualizing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I'm curious to know, because you obviously know a lot of people in this, this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Are there more divorces or I I don't know. I'm just curious to know how it works out for relationships. Okay. So I think for me, what I would say on that is, um, because I don't know a statistic on that. Right. I mean, I don't either. But you know people and I don't. Oh, there is? There's not like a percentage. Oh, yeah. You said you were looking at research Ariel and I are big, pretty, we're against studies a lot of the time because we they don't give you all of the information. Correct. Or they're like, you know, they pinhole things into a certain direction or there's biases and that type of thing. But But this says that married couples that swing will often this is the myth married couples that who swing will often be divorced because it never works out and this says that's um, not true the divorce rate among swinger couples is far lower than those in monogamous relationships it's true but where so, are they getting that information i know from? this is why we don't like sharing that i don't i'm not saying it's not true it, it might be um, i have no idea well but i'm just curious there's always going to be cracks in a marriage right right nobody Nobody has a perfect anything. So nobody has a perfect relationship. So I think what happens in the lifestyle is anything that's already going wrong in your marriage is going to come to the surface, Mm. whether that be jealousy, whether that be insecurities, whether that be bad communication, bad communication skills. That's exactly what this says. Mm -hmm. Much of this is because couples that swing have better communications with one another and are happier in their relationship with one another. It's so almost you, like they're forced to because of the situation yeah. they're in, right? Hairy, ugly, scary thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. In order for this to be, in order for it to work. Yeah, right? you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to say, hey, this is how I feel. This is what happened. This is where I'm at. And how are we going, how are you going to react to it? How am I going to react to it? And what are we going to do to resolve the problem? Are we going to quit? 
on each other or are we going to wake up every morning and go, I choose you again? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we do. We wake up every morning and go, I choose you again over and over and over because I firmly believe that the grass is not always greener on the yes. other side. It's green where you water, water it. it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to water that grass a lot. <laughs> yes, sure. In any marriage, whatever level they're at. Yes. Damn Absolutely. it. No, yeah. So I do know people in this lifestyle that have- End up getting divorced. End up getting divorced. And it has been ugly. Um, we've seen couples that you know, they're in the lifestyle, they're in the lifestyle, they get together and then they switch partners. They divorce the one they're with and they marry. So that was my other question. It happens. Does that happen too? Mm-hmm. Because yep. like I said earlier, women's fall in love through their vagina, I feel like. And <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to put it. They do. <laughs> I think, I think I would have a hard time not being attached to somebody that I was being intimate, but I don't know. So they do. And sometimes they do swap. And that's the thing. I think I would be worried about my husband liking somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and not, not just and like, not being enough. oh, I like their personality, but like we've slept together and we like the sex. It's mm-hmm. like, that's a whole nother level of mm-hmm. putting yourself out there with people. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, that would be very, is that like in the back of your mind ever? Or um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Went through it all. Yeah, I'm went, sure. Went yeah, through so all of it. About some of the hardships with like boundaries and rules and. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> That's a good one. No, that's a great, no, that's a great one. Um, It took me, you know, in the beginning of our lifestyle, it was fun. Like you said, Amanda, Mm -hmm. it was, God, we were just like, we were kids at Disneyland. We were in the candy store, like, oh, and let's try this and let's try that. And oh my gosh, (laughs) we haven't done that before. Let's go, you know? And so it, the first few years was great. And then, yeah, you know, more, I I, I do believe that women fall in love through their vaginas, but I also believe that they want to feel safe and secure. Mm -hmm. And when you get things from another man that you don't get from your spouse, that's where it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. That, that I can 100% see. Because yes. that's where you have to go, okay, let's compartmentalize that. And it's go, hard because like you said, nothing's perfect. No nope. marriage is perfect. No person is perfect. Nope. But I feel like sometimes in a marriage, and I've been there, you go through things where you're like, wow, I maybe I would have made different choices when I got married, you know, or mm-hmm. may, I now know this about myself or I know this about what I want in a partner. Mm-hmm. So if some person came into my life and presented that with me, you know, and then you're being intimate with them, I can only imagine that's oh, yeah. a recipe for disaster. But I also think you know, there's people that recognize that that is how life is. Yep. There's not go you you might be find that part that was missing in your husband here, and then you do that for a little while and realize, well, I actually liked all those other qualities better. You know, right? And so right. you have to be so careful. Well, and and not one person can fill your cup. Um, right. I've learned that through therapy and my love and relationship coach, who is amazing. In a monogamous marriage. You get what you get from your spouse and then you get your other things from your friends mm-hmm. or your parents mm-hmm. or your children or whatever. And and I still get that too, even in a non-monogamous relationship or marriage. But some of those other things, again, from another person intimacy-wise, yeah, yeah, it, it can be tricky. And you just have to, I think for us, what we did is we we made it fun. Like you just have, it's all about the fun. You talk about the hard stuff and then you you work through it. So I'm trying to think where the hardships. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, brace yourselves, ladies. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> so everything was really good and we were having a good time and we met this couple and um, we just got really close with them mm-hmm. and they... We did trips with them. And for like a year, we were just like... Just the four of you. Just just the four of us a lot. And, and were you with anyone else at that time or just, just the, that couple? Oh, no. We we were still open. Okay. We still were with others. But we did a lot with them. Mm-hmm. And we got really close with them. And then something bad happened in their marriage. And they ended up getting the divorce. And we basically ended up hanging out with her more. Mm-hmm. And she kind of became the girlfriend, if you will. And I encouraged it. Mm-hmm. I did. And, but yes, she fell in love with my husband. And I didn't see it at first. Um, I thought she was in love with me also because being a bisexual woman, I really liked her and enjoyed her. And we had this closeness. And she was around often. And my children knew her and my family knew her. And it was all good. Until it wasn't. You know, yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm not going to lie. I will, again, I'm going to take ownership. I, I wanted, I wanted to kind of dabble with that 
relationship, right? Like, and here for me, I saw a woman who needed help. Mm -hmm. I saw a woman who was not treated very good on so many levels. I just was always there for her. But unfortunately, what happened for me, I became her caregiver and her mom, and it didn't feel sexy anymore. And it didn't feel, it felt different. Mm -hmm. You know, it was uncomfortable for me. And of course, he got the fun, loving, sexy, you know, and we, we were really helping her out. Like, we were there kind of every, like... I feel like what happened was, and again, you don't know what you don't know. Sure. Right. And because we did everything upside down and backwards. <laughs> <laughs> upside down pineapple. Up, upside down pineapple. We, we kind of didn't talk as much as we probably should have going through some of it. It was, I think, a little more arguing. And, you know, it was, it was fun to walk around with, you know, my husband and then her on one side and me on the other side and be like, yeah, like, and it made him like, so happy and that then that turned me on because he was so happy and Mm. but what it was kind of doing was it was kind of like not good you know so we are the first year you know we were just kind of there I feel like what's the word for it um after you come out of a relationship rebound rebound thank you I did it when we didn't realize it at the time we were kind of her rebound and we gave her the two of us gave her the things she never had in her relationship, right? Like Mm -hmm. love. Can I just ask a question? Sorry to interrupt you. Was the divorce because, oh no, you said this. It was something that happened in their marriage outside of the lifestyle. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't that you, you Mm -hmm. and your husband had broken them up or they started having problems because of you. It was something separate. It was problems they already had before. But then you were there for them. Correct. Okay. So, right. Like I said before, the lifestyle will bring out problems right. that were already existing right. in your marriage. So no, that you can exist with, but maybe not when you're doing what this. you're doing. <laughs> yes. So it rose. Mm. And so it was something between the two of them. Okay. And we were just there for her. You know, we were just there for her. And I don't regret that at all. I'm yeah. glad I was there. And she saw what love looked like and she right. saw what things could be like, but she wanted to be a part of us. And I kept saying, I mean, maybe I led her to believe that sometimes, and I maybe I did, and I recognized that. But then when I talked to my husband, we were like, no, she's just an added bonus. Like, right. Because, you know, she was vulnerable enough sometimes to say, I'm in, you know, to say I'm in love with you guys and I need to take a break, you know. So we had a couple of breaks within that. And at one point I was like, this doesn't feel right. This, I don't want this. And he was like, no, 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 that's her problem. And, you know, she, you know, um, she needs to figure this out. We're just the side piece. And, and but I was like, mm. so basically, in a nutshell, I let it go on too long. And I finally set my boundaries. Mm-hmm. I had had enough. Talking to the therapist, I was like, I I need to set this boundary. So I did. So I cut off she and I's relationship and I said, I can be your friend, but that's it. And then, and as far as, you know, my husband goes, I understand that's kind of your relationship, but remember he and I are one. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of... That's got to be really a tough conversation to have. Oh, it was. I can't even imagine. I can't either. That seems... It was very hard. Really tough, yeah. And then I didn't even get a chance to say anything to him after our conversation. And a text message had gone out to both of us. She was breaking up with us and he was not happy. He was upset with me. What did you do? And I was like, mm. so that was that was really hard. That, yeah. was, that was really a tough point. And yeah, we had a lot of arguments over it. I'm not going to lie. Like there was a point where I was like unsure, like if I was going to wake up and choose him and if he was going to wake up and choose me. And here we are. We're still choosing each other. And we've worked through it with a lot of self-growth, right? I read a lot of books. I did a lot of meditating. I had a lot of chats with girlfriends. You know, I had that love and support to say, hey, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to do it. So you do have to be careful because it can happen. Yeah. And you have to see the red flags and you have to set the boundaries early on. And and again, do some of that research, have those conversations because this is what you'll go through. And if your foundation isn't strong enough, you might not make it. Yeah. It sounds like you're doing well because I don't know (laughs) if I could make it through something like that. Yeah. And it's not necessarily my relationship with my husband. It probably would have more to do with me and my past and my experiences Mm -hmm. because that comes through in my life a lot. So it probably depends on the person. But looking back on it, what would you have done differently? 
Was it the amount of time that had Spent. passed or were well, there signs that you were ignoring? There were signs I was ignoring. In it. Mm-hmm. There were signs Which I was ignoring. Which is hard because mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship, I mean, I know I've had girlfriends who were in relationships that were abusive mm-hmm. and they hated me when I tried to help them. But once they were out of it, they recognized those signs. So it's kind of the, like 2020 perspective, right? There's also the piece of you sort of let your guard down. I did. You And that's not something that you had ever done before because right. it has always been a side piece, right? Like right. this is the bonus to a relationship. But suddenly you're letting your guard down. It probably happens slow enough. Traumatic experience that you didn't be there for her. Correct. And with that, really strong feelings come that are no longer just sexual. It's not I have to have you right now. It's let me help heal your heart. Correct. That's exactly what happened. One hundred percent. Yeah. Looking back on it, would you have said, okay, they're going through something like a divorce? Mm -hmm. Maybe we should take a break Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that sounds where it kind of like went off the rails a little bit. Yes. Or headed down a different direction. Yes. Yes, it did. You can still be there for a friend and not have it affect your relationship Correct. right through Oh yeah, that type of thing. It, it just, I didn't set my boundaries. Yeah. I didn't set them. But now you know. But now I know. And that's life, right? Lessons yeah, learned. Yeah, totally. Lessons learned. Better and stronger. Lessons learned. Absolutely. And you know, here's the thing. I'm not mad at her. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at her at all. In fact, I still love her. She is still a friend. I still consider her a friend. I still reach out to her sometimes. She reaches out to me. We say hello. But it had to be strictly just that mm-hmm. because she's still in love with him. And does your husband still talk to is? her? No. He doesn't? No. Is that a boundary that you've... Well, I've tried to give him his freedom and just let him make his own choices. Yeah. Um, I trust Right. I trust him now. I trust him again. And and I learned, you know, there was a part I didn't believe I was enough. And I did believe he was going to leave me for her. And I did believe he was in love with her. And yeah, did he kind of have an attachment to her? Yeah. Does he care for her? Yeah. Right. You know, and it, it it's okay. It's okay. He loves me. He's not leaving me. I'm his number one. I will always be that. And I get it. It's It's easy to fall in love with him. Like, yeah, I get it. Who would I mean, That's my man. man. He is. I love him. I know. Not like that, but I, no. but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because he's so lovely. He's very charming. Mm-hmm. He's very engaging. He's a flirt, but not in like a weird way, just like in a respectful way. In a way that makes you feel really special. He's yeah. really good at that. He is. And it's not an intentional flirt. It's just this. It's just him. Yes, he it's just, just Harry. He's, he's got a really good energy. He does. He's just a sweet guy. I really, lo- you know, how much I love your husband. I do. I, I so know good. how. I do. I know how many women love my husband, and I don't <laughs> mind sharing him. Clearly, you don't have to worry about that with me. But <laughs> that's funny. No, but you can I see how it can happen. Absolutely, yeah. I could see how yeah. it could happen. And I can see how it could happen. You can't it, be mad at somebody for that, I guess, especially when you're putting yourself in those positions. Correct. But now mm-hmm. it but took I, me. Yeah, you're brave than I am. I don't. Well, and see, that's so I this is why I actually had the talk with your husband that night at, mm-hmm. at for drinks, because I ha- I said the same thing. I don't think I could ever imagine that with Chris. And he's like, this is not the lifestyle for you. Yeah. Like he was very, very. Well, it's not and, for everybody. Right? right. And he said that it's not for everybody. And and that was I don't know how long ago was that? That was like eight years ago. I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And was a long to time this ago. day, I still have those same feelings. So I love that he said that because I know I still have the same feelings I do. I haven't, they haven't changed. So it's, well, I am so respectful of it yeah. and no, not a judger at all. I, I also know it's just not, and that's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Because the beauty of it is it's not all orgies all the time no. with people in the lifestyle. No, you you have parties and there are, as you call them, vanilla people, which is someone like me yes. right? and Ariel. Mm-hmm. And then there's others that are in the lifestyle and those are the pineapple. What would the well, just call us lifestylers? You know, you have your okay. vanillas, you have your dirty vanilla they mingle, and they and that happens all the time. Like it's, well, and, it's, and yeah, and and the dirty vanillas, I consider a dirty vanilla somebody who likes to be around it, can be fun and flirty, but never crosses those boundaries. Mm-hmm. They just like. So are they like watchers? Yeah, voyeurs. What, and what are they? Voyeurs. Oh, voyeurs. Well, there's voyeurs in the lifestyle too. There's people that there are, in the are? Life- Oh yeah, there's people in the lifestyle that. Maybe the the husband will just watch and the woman will play, or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all I'm I'm the whole spectrum. Yeah, I like okay. to be involved. I like to be the voyeur. I like to be the exhibitionist. I like to be, mm. you know, I'm the rainbow. <laughs> is that the official term? Well, for me, it is. And anybody who knows me and is listening will start laughing because they totally know that. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you know. Um, Yes, I do believe to this day she still has feelings for him. Mm. And that's okay. Like, 
I get it. Like, I get it. Well, and she's probably the first person. He was probably the first person maybe ever that showed her what love really looks like and what kindness is. Correct. And so it's almost like her first love, possibly, because it sounds like she had a pretty terrible marriage and she didn't know what that was like. So you're you're probably right. It might always. Yeah. There might always be something. in. you know, my husband and I met very young. We were just shy of 20 and we are such different people now. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not that girl anymore. He's not that guy anymore. And yeah. and yeah, we've honestly helped blossom one another. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We've helped each other grow into who we are today. And my, <laughs> I love you, babe, skinny, scrawny, shy husband who never got on a dance floor with me, never drank, never did, you know, don't drink, don't smoke, what do you do? Man is now this fun, flirty, sexy dancer, like, you know, just Came out of his shell. Came out of his shell. Yeah. And and I helped create that. And and I'm this strong, confident woman who can do this and have that because of him mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I love that. When you have that kind of a relationship, this can work. Right. Not to say that you can't veer off track and lose your way and kind of got to wrestle back in and figure it out. And that's what we continue to do. And it's so you fun. would continue to do that whether you are in this lifestyle or not. Probably. Because it's marriage. Correct. You can't, it can't always be Disneyland no. at all times. There's going to no. be growing pains. Absolutely. Right? There's going to be bumps in the road that you have There's to work always through. something. Always, yeah. Ebb and flow, right? Right. Yeah. Ebb and flow. So. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. So you got over the... The bad stuff, yep. the hurdle. Yep. And did but, you guys take time after that for just the two of you to reconnect or did you continue? Yes and no. We, you know, he wanted it to just be over quickly. And I said, this is a process. Mm-hmm. And the therapist said, this is a process. And it's f- figuring out your triggers and figuring out how to, you know, what to do with that, right? Like he he can read me so well, <laughs> You know, and you've been married so long, you know each other so yeah, well. Sure. Right. And I can't hide anything from him. Like it's right here. So I think what I've learned to do is go, look, this is the space I'm in. This is what I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. We can discuss this and argue through it or work it through, or you can just leave me alone and let me work it out myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm working on doing now. So I, no, we never really did do that. We probably should have. But what we did do is we sought help. Good. And we we got books to read. We had things to listen to, journaling to like we, you know, we worked on some things and we and again we had a love and relationship coach mm-hmm. that helped us. So um And is that relationship coach part of the lifestyle? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's people in the lifestyle that coach others. Mm-hmm. I'm one. You are. Okay. I am now a coach oh as well. interesting. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So what is your role then? And how does that work? I'm just if I haven't had anybody yet, I just okay. kind of got you on. Just started. The website has just kind of been launched. You do oh, have people because okay. they're all listening. Yeah, this yeah. is true. I do have people now. They are. You're mentoring everybody. Mentoring all of us here. Um, so yeah, so it's just kind of. But you've worked with one. So I've what does that one. look like? So I just, you know, it, it's like any therapy session. You just kind of, it's a Zoom. Well, so mine is in Canada. So she's just a Zoom call away. Okay. And, is she a real therapist or is that, uh, um, or is it, it like a life, coach? life like therapy? She is. Yeah. She does have a degree. And, she does. Yeah. Okay. But and is she, she part got, of the lifestyle? Yes. She's been in it for many, many years. Okay. And she's evolved. And so now she does help people within the lifestyle. And yeah, I just, you know, I had met her through another friend who actually did an article about my husband and I on hot wives. And And um, what is hot wife? A hot wife is the wife who sees the men, goes out with usually the single men and the husband's not there. Okay. And I mean, that's how I would describe it. I'm sure there's a definition for it. But um, she just kind of gets, you know, does with other men. And then the husband either is a voyeur and watches or doesn't know about it and then comes home and share about it. She's just, she's just a shared wife. It's usually okay. where the man doesn't play, okay. but the wife does. And it's hot for the husband. It's like... It's a turn on for them. It's a turn on for them. They okay. go out. So kind of changing subjects and talking about that. Now, one of my husband's, in a fun story, one of my husband's favorite times was, so I had this single gentleman during COVID year. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it got me through. Thank you. Um, 
That's the best. I needed one of those during COVID. (laughs) So he was my pool boy. He would come over in the afternoons and we would get high and we would play and um, have a good time. And my husband would be at work. And sometimes my my husband would come home and catch us. Yeah. Or sometimes I would record it and he'd be at work watching it while I was at home doing it. Wow. And um, then he would come home and then take me. And, um, and that, whew, yeah. <laughs> so now exhausting. I know why it's called a hot girl. Getting <laughs> hot. Getting hot, I'm tired. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Come on, Amanda. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. So no, one of, I think one of my favorite times, and sometimes my husband would come home and then join the two, right? Join okay. us. Like I would start with him and then, then, then I'd get my threesome, right? I'd, mm-hmm. you know, the fun Eiffel Tower and all kinds of fun things. Yeah. And, um. So one time my husband came home and he's getting all undressed and he's getting ready to come in. And I went, wait, I'm not ready for you yet. <laughs> and man, that turned him on even more. He sat in the corner and I kept looking over he at him. And, yeah. yeah. So that, hot that like... was, that's the hot wife. Okay. That's what a hot wife can do. So you're do. kind of in control too. Uh-huh. Okay. Not like kind of in control, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like in charge of the situation. Yeah. And that's a turn on for them. Yeah. Because it's like that confidence maybe or. Absolutely. You know. Domination. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Now, I don't know if that's how every hot wife does it. Okay. You know, you know, there's maybe other, other scenarios that, you know, maybe the husband picks out the, the guy or, you know, you're out at a bar and hey, hey, you know, my wife really finds you attractive and do you want to go back and fuck her? You know, like those kinds of things, I think. Would that be with like a random person? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of an adventure. <laughs> this all all of this all of this is an adventure, huh. and that's and it, it it's a yeah, journey. I totally it see the appeal like of it. It's, I do too. I mean, I'm getting the it's zing exciting. in my tummy. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's fun. It it's, is. Mm-hmm. It's very you know different mm-hmm. when there's so much monotony and monogamy. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I said it in my you head. I'm really like, this good. is going to no. sound so no, no, it's perfect. Oh, but yeah. it can be, yes. you know, and I'm not saying everybody's relationship is and everybody does what they want to make things exciting or whatever. But after a long time, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. It sounds appealing. It just scares the shit out of me. Yes. Yes. And you have and even to. hearing your story, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's kind of like playing with fire. Right. Totally. Yes, yeah. ma'am. So I don't, I just don't know if I can do that. Yeah. I know. You can play but fire, I get just it. don't get burnt. <laughs> I know. It's like how, but I don't know. It's yeah, just, but you can heal from those burn wounds. <laughs> you have to do work and you have to communicate and you have to do all of those things that, yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah, you do. That's all but you know, that's probably good for your marriage in general anyways. If, even if you weren't supposed to join it the lifestyle, you know. brought us closer and that is the crazy part. And I, that's what I don't it. think people understand. No. Yeah, I think that is the biggest. Because I process. think about it. I'm like, oh, this is going to rip up your marriage. There's going to be jealousy. There's going to be people falling in love with each other. It just sounds mm-hmm. like an awful idea. But in reality, that's not the case most of the time, no. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. because there's so many people who do it and so many people who enjoy it. And there's so many levels of it. You right. could be a swinger that plays once a year, or you could be a swinger that only plays out of town, or you could be like you set your path, you set up how you want to play this game. So there's different levels of it oh, that people have. Absolutely. There's like 50 shades of swinging. 50 wow. shades of swinging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a book. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we'll work on that too. <laughs> it might already be out there. Who knows? It might be. It sounds like it exists, right? We'll Google that. <laughs> okay. So we've talked a lot about how you've started this lifestyle, how it how it came to be, yours and Robbie's relationship from start to today. We've talked about all the fun Disneyland things, all the things that have made us get tickles in our tummy and the zing and the places. And you talked about the really hard things. And we have so many more questions for you. So we're going to pick this up next week. Okay. Sounds like for part two of our Galentine's Day show day swing my way. (laughs) Sorry. I've been wanting to say that all day. (laughs) That was excellent. It sounded wonderful. Um, So we'll see you next time. Follow us on Mob Squad podcast on Instagram and And leave us a review. That's the best compliment you can give us. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.